Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Cuz You Don't Know Football. Listen, we got another exciting week in the books. Another exciting week. This was crazy. This was some crazy stuff happened. And it was so much. So much happened last week that the that the topics that I was gonna talk about, I decided, you know what, let's hold off on it and really go in because there was a lot of stuff in these games. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. So this was a pretty easy week. And I can I just say this? This is the first month that we've we've had together. It was just us all month. And I and it, and it was a great month. And we had a lot of highs and you know and views and likes and follows. Man, it was it was incredible. So I once again thank all of you uh for being a part of this journey and um very excited about what's gonna happen next. So let's let's just start with these games last week. All right, I'm gonna give a little, a little, a little shout out, just a little shout out to the fact that my Colts beat the Patriots. Um, it was an ugly game, um, but I would prefer to win an ugly game than lose an ugly game. Um, you beat them ten to six. I, no, I'm not going into any stats about that. Um, I just want to say the one thing that I heard though is this might be the end of Bill Belichick. And I think it would be ironic and it would be beautiful that his tenure as the head coach of New England Patriots was decided to a loss to the Indianapolis Colts. Because, you know, he did a lot and there was a lot. And Spygate happened, a lot of cheating and scandals and, you know, stuff that didn't really make sense. So if this happened now, you can see, you know, who he is. And I'm just and I'm glad everybody can kind of see what I already saw. Which is Bill Belichick is not the greatest head coach of all time. Okay. He's a great head coach. He's a great head coach. There's better ones than him. Okay. And I think and, and I'm cautiously saying it might it, it might be more than one, but we'll say uh, anything like that. But the real uh good game, one of the good games, the Browns on in a comeback beat the Baltimore Ravens 33 to 31. Now, this was the best game that I've seen Deshaun Watson play as a member of the Cleveland Browns. This was this was a great game. Um, we'll start with the Ravens stats. Lamar was 13 and 23 for 223 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Um, he also led them in rushing with eight carries for 41 yards. But what's this man's name? Keaton Mitchell. Keaton Mitchell had a touchdown, and so did Gus Edwards. And Zay Flowers led them in receiving with five receptions for 73 yards. Um, Deshaun Watson was 20 and 34 for 213 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. Uh, Jerome Ford had 17 carries for 107 yards. He balled out, and Kareem Hunt had a touchdown. Mari Cooper led them with six receptions for 98 yards. Let me say this. This was the most impressed that I've been with the Cleveland Browns um, in a very long time. It took a uh, 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 it took real like gumph, like you know that was guts to come back on a team that blew you out, a division rival that blew you out and was up twenty four to three. They the comeback and win this game to me showed a lot, and it shows a different way that they can win. They won in a shootout. 33-31 is a shootout. So they're winning that kind of game, you know? So now 
after watching this, I you know, I hope they'll let me down. I'm glad that I put them in the playoffs last uh when I did the final uh uh, uh playoff predictions. I'm glad I put them in the playoffs. I hopefully they don't let me down. But <laughs> but I can see them now. So next time we do our power rankings, I'm gonna look up and we're gonna we're gonna look at them. But Cleveland is 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 this this is more about Cleveland to me than to than Baltimore because Cleveland had to rise up. Now, if they played again, I do firmly believe that Baltimore would win. Like if they saw each other in the playoffs. Um, but this says a lot about Cleveland, man, and 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 they should be proud of this win. It was the most impressive one that they've had all year. So, moving on, the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> whooped up on the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they ended up winning 34-3. to So, San Fran coming into this game was supposed to be desperate because they lost three straight games. It was be desperate and coming off a bye. Um, I, even when I said that in last week, I saw I didn't think they'd be on thirty four to three, but I saw the victory coming. Um, you can kind of see this a mile away. Um, yes, coming off of three straight losses, you um you are a hungry team and you are searching, and they beat up on a team that is a playoff team that has beaten good teams. You know, Jacksonville has beaten good teams, so. I never really moved. Well, let me get let me get into the stats first. So Jacksonville, uh, Trevor Lawrence was seventeen to twenty nine, four hundred eighty five yards, no touchdowns, and two picks. Ouch. Travis Etienne never got off going uh, well. Nine carries, thirty five yards, no touchdowns there. Christian Kirk did have six receptions for one hundred and four yards. That's crazy. Like Christian Kirk had one hundred and four yards. That means that means he had eighty yards. <laughs> To like everybody else, that's crazy. I mean, spread out against like eight different receivers, that's like nothing. So that's here and over there. Uh, let's look at the 49ers. Brock Purdy was 19 and 26 for 296 yards, uh, three touchdowns, and no picks. Christian McCaffrey had 16 carries for 95 yards. Debo Samuel also, uh, in his return, had a, a rushing touchdown. Uh, George Kittle. Had three receptions for 116 yards, one touchdown. Brandon Ayuk had a touchdown. Kyle Zuzchek had a uh, a touchdown. Um, they also had two interceptions. So even on, on that three-game skid, I never really lost um, faith in the 49ers. I knew they were going to be back. They're too good, you know. Um, when, when you look at what happened, like Debo Samuel was hurt, like – you know, uh, uh, um, Trent Williams was hurt, the left tackle. They had a lot of injuries that really added up to what was going on and what was going wrong, you know, and it was stars. So they were coming back. Yes, Brock Purdy um, showed you that he's not really a great quarterback, but I think this actually might work out better for the 49ers because they were forced to play a game that they didn't know if they could win or not. And they couldn't they, – they know that they couldn't play that game without all their stars, but they had to figure out how to win. And I always like a team that has to – a talented team that has to figure out how to win as opposed to, you know, just beating teams or, you know what I mean, the schedule looks easy. So I actually think that's going to bode better for the 49ers in the future, um, those three losses. And 
I think they're fine. Now, I will say this. Christian McCaffrey, like, they've been doing a lot of stat padding for him. And I don't, I don't know why the NFL or teams, like, why this is, like, not getting more – like they're clear, like they didn't need for him to do that. Like he really only had sixty or fifty or sixty yards, and then they're just like giving like, but they're up a lot. So like thirty to thirty-five yards of of his yards came when it was like nothing. You know, they meant nothing. So I don't know. Like he he did it. You know, that's what it is. But they're going to use games like this at the end of the year and say, well, he did this and he did this, and it it really wasn't as impressive to me. I've been way more impressed with Christian McCaffrey before, but. That's what that is. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's cool with them. I'm good with them. Um, one thing that I do want to say, yo, the Vikings beat the Saints. First of all, yo, the Saints are making my picks. My pick look terrible with picking them right now. Like, I don't know what's up with the Saints and why they seem to not be able to get it together. But I tell you what, Josh Down. Josh Downs has played like exactly how which how you would need him to play. He only he's only been there for a week or two, and he and he goes and he wins games and NFL games. So like he shows his talent. I'm glad that he's getting this opportunity to to showcase his talent. And you know, a team that like is a French playoff team said we can still go to the playoffs with Josh Downs and I and, and excuse me, <laughs> Josh Dobbs. Excuse me. And I think he's exceeding. You know what I mean? He's exceeding expectations, and I think that's beautiful. Sorry, I need it. I need something. You know, you know, you when you talk a lot, when you talk a lot, the back of your throat, you know, it gets a little dry. And uh, I needed to add some uh some moisture to get you know what I mean keep things flowing. So Y'all, you guys might have to pardon me. Um, I'm not really going into the the stats of this game, but shout out to to, to uh, Josh Joshua Dobbs, man, and I hope you keep this up. Um, now this game I am going to go into the Houston Texans. In my opinion, in my opinion, this is an upset. The Houston Texans beat the Cincinnati Bengals thirty to twenty seven. Let's look at some stats. Uh, the Joe Burrow was 20 of 47 for 347 yards, two touchdowns, and two picks. Um, Joe Mixon had 11 carries, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Jamar Chase had five receptions for 124 yards and a touchdown. Tyler Boyd also had eight receptions for 117 yards. And Trenton Irwin had... Two receptions, 54 yards, and a touchdown. Y'all, like, when you, like, look at it, when you actually listen to it, like, it doesn't sound like the Bengals lost. I don't know. That sounds interesting. But C.J. Stroud was 23 of 39 for 356 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. Devin Singletary had 30 carries for 150 yards and a touchdown. Jeez Louise. And uh, C.J. Stroud also had a rushing touchdown. And... And Noah Brown led them in receiving with seven receptions for 172 yards. Um, but Tank Dell had the uh, the only touchdown from there. I was actually impressed with both teams in this game. Um, even though Cincinnati lost, um, we, didn't, we may not have saw it coming, 
but they didn't play a bad game. They played a good team, man. And I think at some point you're going to have to look at the Houston Texans and say, listen, man, they're for real. They got a quarterback that's for real. You know, I said that on the last episode. I apologize to the man. You know, <laughs> I apologize to the man. CJ Stroud is balling, man, and he is giving them hope. And it and he's taking this roster, like this roster, this Houston Texans roster is going to be better in like years to come. It's going to be better. So what he's doing with this is kind of like I'm not saying they're a bad roster, but what I am saying is what they're going to be. This is the version that would be the bad roster. Um yeah, I didn't see this coming in. And, and like honestly, guys, we're gonna have to take we gonna have to take the Houston Texans seriously. You know, like when you look at like them, like let's look at let's look at the, the rest of their schedule. <clears throat> let's look at the rest of their schedule. Cause like now you really gotta have a conversation about them possibly being in the playoffs. And like like this is like real now. Like the Houston Texans might be in the playoffs. Um so they got the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I will say, you can't look at them and just say, oh, now they're a team that just, you know, ch- chuck up the, the dubs here, chuck up the dubs. They're not that. But let's, let's just take a look at it. Um, they got the Cardinals uh, next week. Then they're home against uh, the Jaguars. Then they're home against the Broncos. Then they're home again. Oh, excuse me. Then they're in New York to play the Jets. Then they are in Tennessee to play the Titans. Then they're home to play the Browns. Then they're home to play the, the Texans. And then they finish up with the Colts. Um, they could have three, possibly four losses. But they're five and four. That makes them nine and eight. You know, nine and eight to ten and seven and nine and eight. That ten and seven could put them in the playoffs. Nine and eight, I don't know. 10-7 could put them in the playoffs. So this is a fringe playoff team that we're talking about here. And I think now it's time to give them the respect. They beat, they beat a team that we all looked at, that I looked at to be a scary team. They they beat them, okay? They went into their house and beat them. And um, I think it's just about that time to give them the respect. So shout out to, to C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans, man. <laughs> Shout out to them. Um, okay. Okay, this was another good one. So the Detroit Lions went in my NFC Championship pick. The Detroit Lions went in uh to San Diego and they won 41 to 38. Let's look. Jer- uh Justin Herbert was 27 to 40. For 323 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick. Uh, Austin Eckler had 19 carries for 67 yards and a touchdown. Keenan Allen led them with 11 receptions for 175 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Jalen Guyton uh, had a touchdown, and so did Quentin Johnson. Um, Keenan Keenan Allen, every once in a while, boy, he reminds you, boy, it's a bad motherfucker. So Jared Goff, oh excuse me, with the Detroit Lions, Jared Goff was two uh twenty three or thirty three for three hundred and thirty three yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, David Montgomery had twelve uh, carries for one hundred sixteen yards, one touchdown. Uh, uh, Jameer Gibbs 
had 14 carries for 77 yards and two touchdowns. Amaron St. Brown had eight receptions for 156 yards and one touchdown. And I don't even know who this is. Brock Wright. I don't, I really don't even know who that is. Brock Wright had another touchdown. <laughs> um, that's it, man. Um, this was actually a, a very good game. It showed uh, two teams that um, are trying to get into the playoffs and keep their position or solidify their position. And um, they just ran into each other. Somebody's got to lose, you know. Um, I don't want to say that I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do with, with the Chargers. My gut says they're they're not a playoff team. I don't think they really have a a legit. Let's look. Let's look at their uh, schedule. Do they even have a legitimate win this season? So they beat the uh, the Raiders, lost to the Chiefs, lost to the Jags, uh, beat the Texans, beat the Browns. Okay, so they beat the Browns. That's that's definitely a good win. Beat the Broncos, lost to the Seahawks. Beat the Falcons, lost to the Niners, lost to the Chiefs. Beat the Cardinals, lost to the Raiders. They beat the Dolphins. Okay. They beat the Titans. They beat the Colts. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong thing. Let's do that again. (laughs) Let's do that again. They lost to the Dolphins. Sorry. They lost to the Dolphins. They uh, lost to the Titans. They beat the Raiders. They lost to the Cowboys. They lost to the Chiefs. They beat the Bears. They beat the Jets. They lost to... Yeah, so they really don't even have... Uh, the Chargers don't have a legitimate win this this whole year. They don't, They haven't beaten anybody. This is crazy. So let's look at the, their remaining schedule. They got the Packers, uh, the Ravens. Uh, the Patriots, Broncos, Bills. Ah, they might they might squeeze in. They might squeeze into the playoffs, only because their schedule really isn't that that difficult. You don't know who the who Buffalo is. Um, they got the Chiefs again, and they they got some teams that they should beat, but they're the Chargers still. So don't bet on that. Um, yeah, like I, I, I like I said, shout out to Detroit. Uh, keep keep trucking. I'm interested to see how they finish up this season, um, and where they rank up too. All right. Oh, so the Cardinals did beat. I'm not going over these stats. The Cardinals did beat the Falcons at home, uh, 25 to 23. Um, this was Kyler Murray's uh return from his injury, and he got a win. I'm happy to see Kyler back on the field, man. I hope he does great things. Uh, very excited to see him and see more of him. I want to know what happens the rest of the year and what they will do if they don't win. Does Kyler coming back mean that they that they are going to win? Like, what does all this kind of mean? So, yeah, but for the week, shout out to Kyler Murray. All right, and now I'm just going briefly, and I'm not talking about it a long time. Cowboys did spank the, the Giants 49-17. Y'all going to go crazy over the, the Cowboys, and I can see that coming. Y'all going to go crazy over Dak. Y'all going to go crazy all over the over the Cowboys. And just like the Chargers, 
they don't have an impressive victory. <laughs> they, no, there's nothing that they have done that is like they've beaten up bad teams real bad. They haven't beaten anybody, you know. Well, so like I said, I do expect them to beat uh, the Eagles the next go around, just because that's division games and everything like that. So usually there's a, it's usually a split, but um, they haven't beaten anybody. So you guys are just sitting here looking at this saying. Being marveling, being impressed. Okay, yeah, blah blah blah. Let's see what happens when they play somebody because they got a they got an overpaid quarterback, a overrated wide receiver, and a, and they lack execution in key in key pivotal moments. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, another game that's just real quick. Um, the Raiders did beat the Jets. 16 to 12. You know, I'm gonna have to see my uh my my neighbors. I ain't seen my neighbors in a minute. They get a little ghost. Uh <laughs> but no, shout out again to Antonio Pierce, man. He's two and oh. He's two and oh as a as a head coach in the NFL, man. And I think it's beautiful. I'm glad he got his shot. Um it's unfortunate that you know it had to come after Josh McDaniel's bum ass, you know what I mean, had to mess everything up, but I'm happy for him, and I'm happy uh, that he's gotten another win in the NFL. Now, this is something – now, moving on, this is something I don't think anybody really saw. This might be the upset of the week. Uh, the Denver Broncos. <laughs> uh, they go was, – was it, was it in – yep, they go into Buffalo and beat the Bills 24-22. Let's just read some stats real quick. Um. Josh Allen was 15 and 26 for 177 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Uh James Cook uh had 12 carries for 109 yards. Uh but Latavius Murray had a touchdown and Josh Allen also had a touchdown. And Gabe Davis um led them with 56 yards receiving. Okay. For the Broncos, Russell Wilson was 24 29 for 193 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Jamal Williams led them in rushing, 21 carries for 79 yards. And, and Cortland Sutton uh, led them with eight receptions for 53 yards and a touchdown. And uh, Javante Williams had uh, the other touchdown. So I'm not even going into this about the, the Broncos because the story really isn't about the Broncos. This is about Buffalo. This is exactly what we've been talking about with Buffalo for like the last like like two or three years. It's up and down, it's up and down, it's up and down. Like there's no consistency with this team. And it's a, it's it's out of control. They just fired Ken Dorsey as their offensive coordinator. Um, we'll see what happens with that. Josh Allen looks at like just want to make sure I say this properly. The sum result of Josh Allen looks average. He's great, and then he's horrible. Like, he was horrible this game, you know, and then he's good, and then he's above average, you know, then he's great again, and then, you know, and, and we never can look at them and say, this is who they are. Does anybody, can anybody give me an answer to who the Buffalo Bills are? Because... I don't know what their identity is. Stephon Diggs really isn't even getting the ball anymore, which 
it's not that Stefan Diggs shouldn't get the ball. It the offense should not be Stefan Diggs centric, as in to say we throw it to Stefan Diggs or that's all we can do. You know, that that was incorrect, you know. And I think I think this is when they're trying to do something. I think this shows when they're trying to do something else, they I don't really know what to say, but listen, this I'm gonna put this on notice. Listen, I'm gonna put this on notice right now. Buffalo, you you might miss the playoffs. Like you gotta get it together or you might miss the playoffs. I'll I'll show you their um let's look at let's let's look at their uh 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 schedule. Their remaining schedule. The Bills remain in schedule, so they lose to the Broncos. They have next week they're home against the Jets. They lost to the Jets the first time, so I I do expect them to win that. But then they got to go to Philly, then go to Kansas City, then they got to be then they come back home for the Cowboys, then they got to go to the Chargers, and then they finish up with at home against the Patriots, and then um, they got to go to Miami, and Miami probably is going to need that game too. <laughs> like there's legitimately one, two, three. For there, there's a potential of five losses on their schedule right now. They 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 can't they can't lose three. Let's no no let's just keep going. Let's look at the 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 NFL playoff picture. Let's just keep going. Let's just look at the NFL playoff picture. So right now, Buffalo is the ten seed. Right now, they're behind the Colts. They're behind the Bengals, who are also teams that are not in the playoffs right now. Behind the Texans, behind the Browns, behind the Steelers, who are who are somehow six and three. I don't know how they got to six and three, but they're six and three. You know, and <laughs> and probably will not be catching the Dolphins for the division. Like Buffalo, man. Like this is what everybody. This is what I was saying was the problem with them. You don't know what team you're going to get, and with Josh Allen, you don't know what quarterback you're going to get from week to week. So they got to reel this in. It ain't looking good for them right now, though. It really is not looking good for them right now. <laughs> but I digress. You know, I digress. We'll see what happens with them. So that was week 10 in the books. A lot a lot happened. I had to make some cuts. I had to talk about some things, but we're just gonna jump, you know, what I mean, straight to uh week eleven. Let's get let's get to these picks of these difficult games. Let's see what's up. I do wanna see the Cle- Cleveland schedule. Just what I thought. Okay. So let's look at these games for this week. All right. So, the Bengals are going to Baltimore, and they got the Ravens, both teams coming off a loss. So, that means one of them is going to be on a losing streak at the end of this game, which is going to be crazy. Um, I don't – so, earlier in the year, the Ravens beat the uh, Bengals. And, like I said, anytime that – you uh beat a team the second time you play them usually it, it's the it's the uh 
opposite. So for that reason, I'm going to pick the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. And uh, let's see what happens there. Also in the same division. Remember, at the, can I say this at the beginning of this at the beginning of this year, I told everybody, and it was like that sounds crazy that all four teams in the AFC North look like they could win or they could go to the playoffs. All four of them. Now you know all four of them aren't, but they all look like they could. And now you got the Steelers against the Browns. Now I will say this: I think I think last week when Cleveland beat. The Ravens, it did establish, I think it is it's going to establish where they're going at this point. Add that to the Steelers did beat them earlier in the year. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to win this game. All right. I think Cleveland's going to win this game. Let's get to a, another Good game. Look, I just looked at the Bills. Jets. the Bills bet not lose. <laughs> the Bills bet not lose. Um. Okay, but honestly, the game of the week, we you know you know where this is going. Eagles going to be in Kansas City and seeing them Chiefs. This is going to be a crazy game, and it's the rematch of the Super Bowl. Oh, the Eagles are going to be interested to. Oh, <laughs> honestly, I'm not too sure who's going to win this game, the Eagles or the Chiefs. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure who's going to take this game. Um, but I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs for the same reason. I think the Chiefs are a team that. They beat you, and they figure out how to beat you again, you know? And that's really – at home, at home in Kansas City, I just think that's what we're looking at. So, so that's that. So, with that said, guys, we've wrapping up another episode of Cuz You Don't Know Football, man. This has been uh, a great experience. I love having you guys here. Thank you for sharing this journey with me. Please check us out on on, on Spotify and, and, and YouTube for the full episodes. And check us out on uh, Instagram, on TikTok, and on Facebook for the reels. The reels have been blowing up, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like really humbled by the success and how fast it's come. I'm I'm I really am humble. Like I can't say enough about it. But just like any other week, unfortunately, I got to do y'all like I do y'all every week and tell you. Cause you don't know football. I'm your boy Reek. Like Martin said, I see you when I see you. Peace.